0: It's
1: seventeen hundred the champ.
2: All right, good morning everybody, and welcome in. It's a Friday, the Ken Miller Show. Thank you for uh, starting your local portion of the program uh, day with us here on seventeen hundred the champ. Trent and I uh, will take you right up until one o'clock. Jimmy B and TC one to two, and then. High school football. No drive today. We've got both semifinals, or we don't. He does. Trent Condon. (laughs) Good to see you, by the way. Did you miss me at all? I did. A
3: little bit. I I really did. There was so much going on. Yesterday, I'm getting ready to go for my second day of coverage, and uh, I see the Des Bryant news is breaking. Uh And we had an Iowa State basketball game, and then the suspensions for Iowa State hoops until December. And I want to talk about them, and I was just calling volleyball, and you know what? I don't think the people watching volleyball really cared about my thoughts on the suspensions for no, Iowa they State. they were tuning in to watch their daughters. Or previewing or the, or the kangaroos and the Hawkeyes. Probably not. So, yes, I did, because I love our, our discourse each and every day. Indeed, and we got a lot of it to get to today. We are jam-packed,
2: coming up on the Dr. Stephen Fuller-Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline. In this hour, Tom Cakert will be here at about 1115 uh, we'll preview the Northwestern-Iowa game. We'll look back at Iowa's win on the hardwood last night. Some news made there before the game. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, Dylan Montz, Ames Tribune will join us at about twelve eleven twenty-five. 1125 Baylor and uh, Iowa State collide. Both games, by the way, tomorrow with 2.30. Uh, Mitch Holtis is scheduled to be here He of the AFC-leading Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Dr. Fuller's going to chime in. We've got Nebraska tickets to give away to the finale. We'll let you know how he uh, will go about that at about 11.50. And then the 1 o'clock hour, Dave Syndicate on the Packers, Bama Bob Trent and I around college football, and yada, 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 OER picks as well. Uh, I want to start with Jack Nungy. Uh, The news that um, really, Trent about an hour before tip-off of the game, Mm -hmm. started to come across Twitter that Nungy... Um, has decided to redshirt. And you know what? Full credit to the young man. It has to be incredibly difficult to do to play your freshman year, then get asked if you would sit out your sophomore, postpone your sophomore season by a year uh, in order to redshirt, to put some separation between the classes. Give the kid a lot of credit for doing that. But, man, oh, man, that's got to be tough.
3: It it is after playing and playing a big role at times Mm -hmm. for that team a year ago and you figure a year older you're going to be even better but realizing looking big picture about it first look at mic- minutes Tyler Cook's not going to be off the floor a whole lot this year no how many do you think 28? 28 yep. 28 to 30 mm-hmm. you know you kind of factor in foul trouble from right. time to time say 28 Garza 24. is Fran going to change his uh, his two fouls in the first half thing? Oh, Ever? I hope so. I yeah, know. Oh, I hope so. And that's going to be a talking point coming up here. <laughs> Twenty four for Garza. Uh huh. And then you get into Creener and Pemsel and all Kreener the other. Creener apparently was really good yesterday. Yeah, and he's had those moments. And remember at the end of the year, finally put it. He had the the injury illness towards the middle portion of the season last year. You know, he's had a whole lot going on. He's a talented guy. I have always liked his game. Always seems like he's out there busting his butt to get back. a little attitude to him. I like that about him. And he can step out. I did shoot it real well last night. Tried three threes, missed all of them. But Uh he can shoot it for a big guy. He's going to see minutes. It's just difficult. This is good for both Jack Nunji and his future, but more importantly, Iowa basketball. When you look at them, not just for this year, all right, oh, we got to give Nunji some, oh, uh, Pemsil some. No. Mm -hmm. You take another guy out of that equation, I think it helps this team, and it helps Nunji going forward. I had Wade looking Bill on yesterday. He he, uh, reminded
2: the audience that uh, this UMKC team is, yes, Iowa's a better team on paper. They should Mm -hmm. win the basketball game. But they're going to give Iowa a little bit of a test at times. And they did for the longest time. And it was a timeout, I guess, uh, a complete... put the second, t- the, the second unit in, if you will, to get this team's attention when the second half had tipped off and it kind of got off to somewhat of a lackluster start. Again, I didn't see it. I'm just following this on Twitter, but that's what I've uh, been able to, uh, you know, I guess, ascertain, or that's how I think it unfolded
3: and um, gave them a spark. They did, yeah, and they do have the depth to be able to do that. Connor McCaffrey ran the team incredibly well. Now, I listened to the game on my drive back from Cedar Rapids and then, Uh, watched about eh, most of the first half when I got home. Uh, They were disjointed offensively at times. McCaffrey did a good job. Two things about that. First, that's what Connor McCaffrey is going to be able to do. He's going to run the team. He's not a great shooter. Mm -hmm. He's long, though, 6'5". There's going to be some guys he gives trouble because of that. But also remember that the offense, uh, Bohannon was coming off an injury. Hadn't played for a couple of weeks. Going back to their scrimmage against Missouri. Bone bruise. Yes, and even their exhibition game. He didn't play in either of those. So you figure your point guard's going to take a little while, maybe for him to get back up to speed. Secondly, well, they're putting in more time defensively. And you saw they were better defensively. Mm-hmm. He quit guards for UMKC last night. But when you do that, less time offensive. So you're used to this Iowa offense under McCaffrey being so good right away. Probably not going to be the case because... They're actually practicing defense. Good. There's only so many minutes. in. Hallelujah. It, only so many hours in the day that you can practice. And because of that, offense may be a little slower to come around than usual. I think this is a great plan, Trent. I
2: hope that that's the case. We have talked about this team for four minutes. I mm-hmm. haven't mentioned the freshman who played last night, led the way in scoring in Camp last night. Comes out, starts the, starts the season scoring off with a three ball. Very quickly follow that up with another one. And as he said in the post game, once you make your first one, you feel pretty good about himself. The first one went through, and off he went.
3: Um, one game in, you could see why the hype is where it is with this kid. He can shoot it. He can do a lot. He can rebound well for his size, and that's why he can get away with him playing a you know, small forward in some different lineups. Hawkeye fans are going to love the kid. Had a tip dunk. I mean, he did just – he was as advertised out there, led the team in scoring – and now think of this. With Nunji redshirting, mm-hmm. with McCaffrey last year redshirting, and, of course, Wieskamp, that sophomore class next year, it's a pretty nice foundation pretty to have. Pretty salty, those three names right there. It's that's a pretty a, good foundation. Excellent point. Um, what did you
2: see or hear about Pempsil last night? He was the one guy that was, you know, there wasn't, and look, we all both follow probably, well, more than a half a dozen, maybe as many as 10 guys mm-hmm. on Twitter that are Hawkeye coverage-centric, if you will. And I didn't see a lot of Pencil tweets last night that tells
3: me that he kind of... Lost in the shuffle? Yeah, yeah. A good way to put it. And I, I think that might be the case. And he's a guy that's still kind of fighting for a role, whatever it is. And physically, he continues to... You know, he's lost mass the last couple of years from what he was as a freshman. I still don't know if that's the best for him. But mm-hmm. he's got to be the guy with the attitude. He's got to be the guy coming off the bench that maybe brings a little physical presence in there. Use your five fouls. Use your body that way. But... And listening to the game, I didn't see him. Watching the parts that I did, I didn't notice him. Yeah, he just kind of lost in the mix. And of the 10 guys now that are expected to play, I'd probably put him 10th on that list. Mm. And that would have
2: surprised me, is to think back to his freshman campaign. Yes, yeah.
3: uh, 16 turnovers, I guess McCaffrey. Look, he's, he's
2: going to find something to nitpick about when, mm-hmm. they get, when they reconvene for practice today. He couldn't have liked that. That's uh, a number you want to see uh, come down. Um, what else would he what else would he get their attention with today when they break this down?
3: I'd shoot the basketball. And and it took a while. Bohan and finally got one late in the game, but mm-hmm. outside of Wieskamp, Camp they didn't shoot it very well. Again, that kind of gets to the, the disjointed offense early on. Twenty eight percent from three. You know, Tyler Cook, uh really impressed and a stat line offensively that doesn't wow you. But eight rebounds. You know, for a guy that athletic, mm-hmm. he's never always been a great rebounder. You'd expect more there. Three on d- the offensive end. You got eight. Three blocks to go along with five assists. So you can see there is more to his game than just those ridiculous left handed do- blocks. It looks like he's building and building in a positive direction. Good news. When do they play again? Do you know? Sunday against uh, UW Green Bay. And then next is Thursday. Is there Big Ten network on that? I believe or it'll is be it the, the same. The Plus? The Plus. Yeah, yes. I can't do it. And uh, then it will be Thursday against Oregon. Bull Bull and company. And Bull Bull, have you seen the start mm-hmm.
2: that this kid has had? My God. And how tall is he? 7 three. 7-3? Yeah. My God. He can shoot it. In the stat line the other day, did he have like 30 and 20? Did yeah. I see that? That's yeah. bonkers. Um, the the NFL game last night, Trent, I talked all week long about this is by far the best game of the week. and mm-hmm. you know, Record-wise, that was the best game of the week. Maybe New Orleans-Cincinnati to an extent. But Carolina was playing as well as anybody in the NFC, at least I thought. Pittsburgh was starting to be the Steelers again. This AFC race, don't look now. <laughs> Um, you know, obviously the patrons aren't going anywhere, and if the Steelers continue to play like they they, they are right now, Trent, they never gave him a chance. And here's the thing: Carolina takes the opening kickoff, and thanks to Christian McCaffrey, for the most part, walk marches right down the field. It's seven nothing. First play from scrimmage: uh, Schuster, seventy five yard pass from Ben Roethlisberger, seven seven. First play, and then it just.
3: I mean, it just they, the Steelers never let up. I uh, was excited after the Iowa game. I was going to flip over to that, and at that point, it was a blowout. Terrible. And so I found something else to listen to the rest of the way home last night. I watched the Minnesota Wild and the Los Angeles Kings, and I I
2: never thought I would leave an NFL game on a Thursday night. We got so precious few of them, and I'm watching the Wild and the Kings. Well, it was great if you're a Ben Roethlisberger fantasy owner. Yeah, but he threw more touchdowns than he threw incompletions. Five touchdown passes, three incompletions. That was the last I saw.
3: Sign up for that.
2: 22 of 25, 328, five touchdowns. That's nuts. Absolutely nuts. We'll take time out. Tom Kakert joins the program next. Dylan Monts will follow him. him in here. We'll get our last look at the Hawks and the Clones. We'll do a lot on the basketball game as Tom was... Uh, In his spot at Carver Hawkeye last night Trent and I take you until 1 o'clock It's the Ken Miller Show Thank you for being here with us on 1700 The Champ
4: Wake up with the all new morning
1: show On 1700 The Champ Taz and the Moose Every weekday morning from 5 to 8 Real sports talk for real sports fans
5: Does overpaying for something make sense? We don't think it does at Charterhouse Real Estate That is why we have completely changed the commission structure At our real estate firm From what you are used to hearing about Gone are the days of 6 or 7% to sell your home. We charge $24.95 plus 3%. Don't worry if that sounds a bit odd. Just know that on average, our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us. The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home.
4: Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply.
2: Combat Hunger is Iowa's largest food and fun drive, supporting Food Bank of Iowa. Your business, school, or organization can help fight hunger by holding a food and fun drive now through November the 16th. Learn more and sign up at foodbankiowa.org slash hunger Join the fight today.
6: No, no, no. Everywhere I go, I hear no. no. It's even November. But not this month. Hey, Joe Clements here from Capital, Capital City, City Motor, Motor Company. Company. I'm asking Des Moines to say yes during my Yes-Vember sales event. Say yes to a nicer, newer car. Say yes for up to 4500 bucks more for your trade. Say yes, yes even if you've had credit problems in the past. Get up to 4500 bucks more than appraised value during Yes-Vember. Don't let the others tell you no. We're giving bad credit the Bird. <laughs> my one and only for the people credit approval process is like butter because we're on a roll, baby. We take out the Mess and the stress and just say yes to you. So say yes to a nicer newer car. Say yes for up to forty five hundred bucks more for your old clunker. Say yes, even if you've heard no in the past. But hurry, this offer ends after the first seventy-five people gobble up a nicer newer car. I'm Joe Clemens and I'm your dealer for the people. Come see us at Capital City Motor Company in Des Moines on East University, one block off I-235 on the State Fair side. Call two six five-1467 or online at approved by joe.com, approved
4: by joe.com. W dot purchase price well, some requirements. question would you rather enjoy this bag of chips earned with the exxon and mobile rewards plus points you earn on every purchase or would you rather enjoy this yogurt i've been saving since high school what you'd prefer the chips instead of the decades old dairy product it's indisputable people everywhere prefer earning and redeeming with exxon and mobile rewards plus Sign up now and get 15 cents per gallon and points for 30 days at Exxonmobilrewardsplus.com Terms and conditions may apply. Available at participating Exxon and mobile locations, you must fully enroll prior to January 31st, 2019 in order to participate. Hi, this is Baron Geiger, president of Caring Hands Food Pantry in Altoona,
1: and we have some exciting news. This month, in partnership with DMARC, we launched Caring Hands Eastview at Eastview Community Center, located at 4101 East 42nd Street in Northeast Des Moines. Northeast Des Moines has been identified as a part of our community where food insecurity among families and children is significant. Can you help us make a difference and fight hunger in our city by donating or volunteering? To get involved, just contact David Harper at Eastview Community Center at 515-809-2356. That's 515-809-2356. And as always, thank you for your support. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness Offers a free, no obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life.
0: You're invited to experience great customer service and incredible deals at Billion Buick GMC in
8: Clive. Our reviews say it all.
5: I didn't feel pressured. It was a very smooth process.
8: Our salesman came in on his day off. Now that's going above and beyond. People
0: also appreciate the huge inventory, including the incredible all new 2019 GMC Sierra. You're invited to Billion Buick GMC in Clive or billionauto.com slash GMC. We are professional
3: grade. Beat, 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 beat.
1: Sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 The Champ.
2: All right, welcome back. Ken Miller Show, 1700 The Champ. Trent and I until 1. Uh, it's time to get our last look at the Hawkeyes and the Clones. Dylan Monts, Ames Tribune, in about oh, 8 minutes or so. Right now, Tom Cakert, HawkeyeReport.com. Taking a look at Iowa Northwestern. But, Tom, before we get to that, first of all, thank you, as always, for joining us. Let's go back to last night as the uh, regular season started, and uh, Iowa uh, gets a win over UMKC last night, and I don't know, seemingly Weisskamp, one of the bigger stories, maybe the biggest story, though, of the day, Tom, was Jack Nunji. The redshirt announcement kind of coming out of nowhere. Catch you off guard, Tom, like everybody else? Uh,
8: Not totally, just because if there was a guy that was going to redshirt this year, other than C.J. Frederick, it was going to be Jack, and you know, it, frankly, it may save Fran from himself because now he won't feel an obligation to play him mm-hmm. and and play, you know, 11 guys. He's got a rotation now that he can stick with. And because um, he's talked about that, that he kind of, I don't know if he feels guilty, but he just feels like all these guys have earned the right to play. Now he doesn't have to play him, And uh, so now he can get to a rotation of 10 guys like he had last night. And I think that's, Really good for Iowa, at least. Just you know, you're going to get the right guys on the floor at all times, or more more often, I think. Right now,
3: Tom, uh, I was listening last night as I was driving home, so didn't get to uh, see much of the game. Watched a little bit, but offensively, a little disjointed. Came up with a the theory here since they're actually practicing more on the defensive end, offense a chance to come around a little slower. Fair characterization there.
8: I just thought their offense in the first half was, and Fran talked about after the game, when you're 17 of your 25 shots are threes and not that they were bad shots. I mean, they were open shots, but they just was kind of like toss around the edge. Guy gets open, shoots a three and there was no um, real crisp ball movement, no post touches on a lot of those possessions. And, I, that's why I thought the first half was just really kind of disjointed. Mm-hmm. And early on, UMKC drove it hard, got to the bucket pretty easily, and that was a concern. But I kind of tightened up. I, I thought they played a little bit better, a little bit more like they have to play. Still, um, UMKC is a team you should beat by 30.
9: Yeah. It
8: is. I mean, that's just, that's the, uh, you just, you worry about it a little bit, but. I would just didn't shoot it real well last night from three, and that's not going to be the the norm. Heck, uh, Bohannon even missed a free throw in the game. So, no. uh, yeah, so um, they just didn't shoot it well
2: yeah I see that seven Freight. I'd missed that Tom when I was originally looking at the box score. you don't you have a expect technical to see free throw that. too really wow yeah yeah uh Tom, um following the game on Twitter that's how i kind of that's how I tried to stay up with it last night. It seemingly was a uh, the second unit that provided them a spark when the when the first uh, when the first teamers kind of were flat to start the second half. is that the case second uh, unit really gave them a lift early in that game when McCaffrey went to his early in the second half rather when McCaffrey went to his bench.
8: Yeah, UMKC came out really strong, start the second half, and Fran went to that second unit, um, kind of put that extended, uh, you know, 2 2 1 press out, uh, or uh, more of a 1 3 1 press, but uh, put that out. And Nicholas Baer, Macy Daly making some plays, getting some transition going. Uh, I thought they were uh, really helpful. Um, I like what I see from Macy Daly, and uh, I think Trent and I have been. It, can you remember when you and I were on the Gay of Chaney bandwagon? It was I you and Trent, I,
2: Tom, that we're driving.
8: Trent and I are, I think, uh, inaugural members of the Macy <laughs> Daly yes. bandwagon, So, um, and I think that bandwagon is going to fill up.
3: Def- well, save me a spot, boys. Defensively, he can do a lot there. Isaiah Moss uh, checked out at times. Help us out here. He seems like he can be such a big part, but when it doesn't go well early, seems like he lost Isaiah Moss for the game.
8: Yeah, he just didn't get going at all. Hmm. Um, just uh, seemed kind of lost out there. At I don't know if "lost" is the right word. Just he just didn't seem into it last night, and good things didn't happen for him. And it just that's the story. I I think you know we're in year three of the Isaiah Moss career at Iowa, and I think that, you know we're just figure you got to figure this out that he's just gonna when he's on, you just you can't take him off the floor. He's gonna get you. Buckets after buckets, you know, like he did at Minnesota late in that game where he scored 19 points in a minute 36. But um, there are going to be other nights where he's going to have two points and one rebound, and he's not going to help you at all.
2: Mm. Last thing for me on basketball, we should probably bring up uh, Wieskamp's name in the, yeah. in the conversation. Yeah. Uh, he hits the first three first points of the uh, the season, uh, regular season, and and went on from there. His debut at Carver Hawkeye when it counted. Uh, your thoughts on Wieskamp's game last night?
8: Yeah, and by the way, an assist from Tyler Cook on that yeah, first that. bucket too, by the way. So, um, in, I thought Tyler played a really nice assists, complete yeah. game. Uh, and that's a real positive sign that he's dishing the ball out to people and uh, not just looking for his own uh down the floor every time. Uh I
9: just,
8: you know, I I'm, I'm a I'm a Joe Wieskamp camp guy. I've seen him play for 4 years before this. So, uh just seen his game evolve and improve every year. He's just steady. I mean you're just gonna count you can put at least twelve points in the book for him every game and probably four or five rebounds and a couple of assists. He's just that's just who he's gonna be. And there's gonna be other nights where he gets red hot and he's gonna maybe give you twenty five. You know, that's just how he plays. But you know what your your floor is with him and He's just as steady a ball player as you're going to find.
3: Over to football, Tom Kaker, Hawkeye Report, joining us here. Tom, mentally, where is this football team? You talked to him Tuesday. West title for all intents and purposes out the window. What's yeah. left uh, when you talked with the guys?
8: Um, they seem to regrouped. I, I was a little worried after Saturday. Um, just uh, Kirk seemed as down as I've seen him, maybe since the the Big Ten title game in 2015. Uh, and some of the guys seemed that way, too. They had that look in their eye, like, boy, this it's over now., uh, we don't have anything here. Mm-hmm. But they kind of bounced back on Tuesday and said all the right things. So I think they're okay. I, they realize that they can still get to ten wins this year, and they've got a, a lot to play for. and um, so we'll see if they can uh, you know rebound. i you know, looking at this one on paper, I mean, Northwestern is just not that impressive in terms of numbers and everything. It's just, you know, it's kind of a smoke and mirrors team. Yeah. But uh, as we know, <laughs> Fitz getting double figures is, yep. is like going to the window. I mean, it's just, <laughs> you know, he just, he cashes all the time. with uh, yeah. those. And, 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 you know, on the flip side, Kirk has a double, a double figure favorite. Uh, he just uh, records, not real good. No, it's not. Um, and we look back two years ago, uh, Northwestern came into Iowa City as an eleven eleven and a half point dog and uh, walked out of there with thirty eight thirty one win. Mm.
2: I I have no idea how they're leading the West Boys. I really and truly don't. I don't. And yet there they are. Not a and good team. They're not. I'm with you, Tom. I just look at that. somehow Nebraska gave away that football game. Uh, a couple they of weeks They barely now.
8: beat Rutgers. I, know. They barely I beat, know. Rutgers is the worst Power 5 team in the country yes, this year. They, by a large margin.
2: I'm with you. I don't get it at all. Tom Cakert, thank you, Tom. We'll talk to you uh, next Friday. Thanks, Tom Cakert.
8: Okay, thanks, guys.
2: Good to talk to you. Tom Cakert, HawkeyeReport.com. Dylan Mons coming up next. This Northwestern team, they are a head-scratcher. And their Purdue game, the uh, opening night of college football season, the Thursday night, they somehow, Purdue gave them the game. I mean, let's face it, Purdue gave, hit them the game. They're 0-3 in non-con. I get Notre Dame is one of them, but Duke and Akron, please. I mean, Akron went into their place, pounded them. Duke never gave them a chance. This team was 1-3 and to start the year. Found a way to beat Michigan State. Miraculous win over Nebraska. As Tom said, they had Rutgers had them beat. They beat Rutgers by a field goal. Nice win over Wisconsin. Full marks for that one. I don't get it. Anything
3: statistically you look at, Northwestern's terrible.
2: Mm-hmm. But Jen, here's the, the one thing. <laughs> but I look at the point spread, I think it's too many.
3: Yeah. Well, you, you bet this one of two ways. Either you lay the points with Iowa because you think they're going to throttle them. Yep. Like statistically on paper, they should. Or you take Northwestern on the money line. Mm. There's two bets. I agree. Don't worry about the 10. If you If you like Northwestern... Grab them on the money
2: line. Uh, Dylan Mons, Ames Tribune, joins us next. Dylan, I know the uh, Baylor Bears equipment arrived. I passed the truck driving into the radio station, so it's here. Uh, Baylor's going to arrive, and they're not going to be used to this weather that they're going to encounter tomorrow. It's going to be maybe one of the talkers. A Texas team, middle of November, and it's going to be cold by all accounts. Dylan Mons, how are you?
10: Uh, I'm doing well, guys. And, yeah, it'll be chilly. And the, the thing that really kind of heightens it is the wind. Um, I saw, at least um, today, they were predicting 17-mile-per-hour uh, winds, which in Jack Trice can kind of create that wind tunnel that, that people always talk about. So it'll be interesting conditions and, and kind of uh, and seeing how it will affect the, the game plans so will kind of be fascinating, in my opinion.
2: Dylan, can I ask you this so we jump in there, Trent? I know Travis Hines was on the scene yesterday at Hilton Apparently there was a huge leak at one point. Did you see I'm sure you saw Travis's Twitter feed uh, and maybe wrote about it in the Ames trip. I didn't log on and check it out as of yet today. But what was that, Dylan? Did they ever figure out why the, uh, I don't want to call it a flash flood, but all of a sudden out of nowhere there was a bunch of water coming out of the ceiling and apparently the water stunk to high heaven?
10: Yeah, it sounded like there was a a pipe burst um, in the ceiling at Hilton uh, above Section 213, I think it was. Um, so, yeah, it created kind of a cascading uh, waterfall there down some of the steps. But um, they got the water leak stopped and um, cleaned up, and I saw people were in there for, for the Iowa State women's basketball game, which starts at noon. So um, when all was said and done, there was, there was no harm, no foul, but, uh, except for the smell. I don't know if the smell lingered or not, but it, it did not sound pleasant.
3: Well, something smelly going on with three true freshmen suspended again. Second time. Fill us in. What's going on here with uh, some talented guys? Joseph Skates, who uh, a lot of people wanted. That's the kid you were hyping, right? Yeah, I mean, Ohio State was in after him. They weren't sure if he was going to be able to qualify. A couple other really talented guys. Fill us in on the freshmen. What's happening here? Sounds like their second violation already on campus.
10: Yeah, it's uh, Skates, Javion Morton, and Dallas Taylor-Cortez, and the latter two are defensive backs. And, um, yeah, it's, I, I'm sure, disappointing for, for Matt Campbell because those guys um, were suspended in August indefinitely and removed from team activities for, um, I, I think they phrased it as, um, uh, multiple instances of um, poor choices in behavior. They were reinstated uh, a couple weeks ago. All four were on the sidelines uh, against West Virginia and all seemed to be fine, and then, um and yeah, now these three, um, minus Tavon Kyle, who was in that first incident um, and was suspended indefinitely. He's he's good to go from all accounts, but these three, um, you know, the repeat offenders now. So disappointing for them, I'm sure. Um, and the interesting part to me was that um, they released a statement on their own volition yesterday, which um, is maybe kind of sending a message to those guys that um, you know we're we're trying to make an example. Here and you know there, there's things that won't be tolerated and um, I, I can't dive into what the most recent um, developments were but uh, yeah it, it's I know disappointing because they were high on all those guys and, and talked about them in fall camp as guys that could have maybe um, contributed at some point this year whether it was under that four game rule or not.
2: Uh, uh, Dylan, what does this Baylor team bring to the table? Matt Rules, uh, they're they're better than they were last year by a long shot. And, you know, 1-11 last year. And I think that they were better than that record. They were in a bunch of close games. Look, they come into this final three weeks of their regular season. Iowa State... On the road, TCU, and then a neutral site game against Texas Tech. One win away from Bull eligibility. What a great year that would be for Matt Rule's team if they can get to that six wins. Here's hoping it doesn't happen tomorrow, but uh, tell us about this Bears team. What will uh, maybe give Iowa State some problems? They're a heavy favorite in the game. Uh, how do you see this, Dylan?
10: Yeah, I don't think um, Baylor's maybe up to snuff defensively as, as they'd like to be. I think they're kind of impl- implementing a lot of young guys, and so it's a process, and it may take a couple years. But um, they are making some strides there. But really the, the most uh, problems they present is on offense with um, Charlie Brewer, at quarterback, he's really talented, has a big arm. Um, just a young guy, too, um, but you know, by all accounts is, is really smart and, for the most part, makes pretty good decisions. And um, Jalen Hurd on the outside, who's the transfer from Tennessee, yep. um, sat out last year at Baylor and is kind of dynamic in the pass game, but also can run a little bit, too. And then you talk about Denzel Mims on the outside. Um, so they have a lot of speed and athleticism, and I think that's kind of, um, I mean, it's what I was used to in the Big 12. You see it even with teams like Oklahoma State, with Oklahoma, uh, Texas Tech has a, a ton of it, so um, West Virginia, I mean, you can go on down the list. So it, it just kind of, um, for that Iowa State defense, it's kind of sticking to what's made them successful, mixing and matching, trying to confuse Brewer a little bit, um, but but playing sound there because I think, um, you know, like I said, they might have to alter some game plans here offensively for Iowa State and for Baylor. So um, it's just kind of um, staying assignment sound and, and being on top of things is, is going to be their biggest key.
3: You know, uh, next week, of course, is the big one on the road at Texas any concerns about a look ahead? I'm sure everybody said the right thing when you talked to them this week. But any lingering uh, concerns looking ahead to that big matchup in Austin next week?
10: You know, I don't think so. And like you mentioned, Trent, they said all the right things this week. They're they're not looking ahead. You know, they started one and three, and now they've kind of come back and won these last four. Um, and they've really just kind of stayed in within themselves a little bit, not gotten ahead of it too much. And so. I think that's kind of the example that um, Matt Campbell has set. Obviously, those guys aren't taking anything for granted, and next week's only big if you take care of business this week. Mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of the mindset they've, they've taken and um, not really um, taking a broad view with anything.
2: Mm. You know, i got wondering, guys, we talk about Baylor in the cold weather they're going to face. Brock Purdy's an Arizona kid. <laughs> Guessing this will be the first time he's yeah. ever played this yeah. kind of weather as well.
10: Yeah, absolutely, and that's kind of the thing that's maybe gone, um, not talked about as much this week, but um, I can't imagine him playing in a colder environment than what he's going to this week. I I don't know if he's lived in Arizona all his life, but it sounds like he's been um, kind of in the southern part of the country for for most of his life and obviously played all his high school ball in Arizona. So, um, yeah, it'll be kind of interesting to see how how he handles all of it, but um, he's a tough kid. Obviously, he's shown that he he can take some hits and, um, you know, play kind of that smash smash-mouth, hard-nosed football. And he'll probably have to do some of that if they go to the ground game a little bit more and he's asked to run and compliment David Montgomery. So, uh, yeah, he'll, he'll kind of be who I'm watching first, and maybe even when he's on the sidelines seeing if he's shivering or if he's moving around or, or what he's doing. But it'll, it'll be interesting.
3: All right, Dylan, the most important question of the day, the uniform combination, red top, red pants. What color is that helmet? Because I was looking at the Cyclone equipment tweet. Is it gray? Is it black? Is it metallic? Help me out here. I know you have the inside information.
10: Yeah, it's actually black, and it has a metallic Iowa State logo on it. Um, The logo is uh, the red and and, um, gold scheme that they use, but it's on the black helmet. So I I think it'll be pretty sharp. and um, Just like like you saw, I only saw a couple of the the photos of the equipment, Twitter account tweeted, and then um, a short little video. But I'm interested to see what it'll look like in person, because... Um, yeah, it's another unique combination and, and should should be kind of sharp in my opinion.
2: You covering the Missouri Iowa State game tonight at six. I actually will not be. Um, I'll I'll have Cyclones on TV
10: tuned in uh, at my place. But, um, yeah, we'll we'll make it up there for that game. But it'll be interesting to see with all the the guys that are expected to be out how they um, kind of uh, go about their business there.
2: No doubt. Dylan, we will uh, reconvene uh, early in the noon hour on uh, Monday after Matt Cavill's teleconference. We'll get the latest on that. Thank you, Dylan. Have a good weekend. Yeah, you too, guys. Thank you. Good to talk to you. Dylan Mons, Ames Tribune. Amestrib.com, to read Dylan and Travis Hines. Did you see any of the uh, the video that Travis posted of the water, as as Dylan put it very well, cascading down the steps? No, I missed that. The upper deck. Um, I don't know what happened, but I think middle of the afternoon yesterday, for whatever reason, all the media that covers Iowa State or a good section of them, basketball-wise anyways, was at Hilton, and Petey's tweeting about it, and Dylan got some video, and (laughs) I guess the water just stunk to high heaven. Ugh. Like Pew, P. U stink. Sewage leak? I don't know. Just weird. But because you know, they have two games there today. Yeah, the women, yeah. I think, play this afternoon. And then obviously Mizzou and Iowa State play at I think it's six o'clock tonight, Cyclones dot TV. We'll take a time out. Mitch Holtis is scheduled to join us next. Uh Doctor Stephen is gonna slide on in here before we finish out this Iowa. We will uh, we've got Nebraska tickets to give away. Mm. We'll tell you how we're going to do that. We'll get his take on Northwestern as well. Trent and I until 1. Ken Miller Show, 1700, the champ.
1: Mets and hoops, tallies
0: and hoops. College basketball lives here on the Panther Sports Network. 1700, the champ. Urban Dam.
7: Wildwood Hills
0: Ranch is a local nonprofit just 25 minutes south of West Des Moines, serving over 1,000 youth at risk and veterans and their families annually. We would like to invite you to our upcoming events this fall. We have a barn dance in the Quad Cities November 3rd and an Iowa machine shed Thanksgiving on Thursday, November 22nd. We hope to see you at one of our upcoming events. For more information, go to wildwoodhillsranch.org.
5: Wherever you are this giving season, there's no better way to say Happy Holidays than with custom cards, calendars, and photo gifts from Vistaprint. And right now, you can get 50% off all holiday cards and calendars at vistaprint.com. There are hundreds of our newest card designs to choose from. Or give a year's worth of joy by personalizing calendars full of unforgettable pictures. So get merry, get jolly, get 50% off all holiday cards and calendars. Plus save on other photo gifts at Vistaprint.com. Just enter promo code HOLIDAY. That's Vistaprint.com promo code HOLIDAY.
3: Did you know that a well-insulated garage door can keep your garage warmer in the winter? At Advanced Door Systems of Ankeny, we can help you find the garage door that not only has a high R value, but looks great also. Visit our website ads-doors.com that's ads-doors.com to learn more about garage door options and styles available from Raynor and CHI then contact us for a free quote advanced door systems the right door the right way
4: Want to give a powerful gift? Start by saving up to 40% off Dyson Special Buys at The Home Depot and get Dyson's V7 Animal Cordless Stick Vacuum for $249. It has powerful suction with no cord to snag on chairs and $150 savings that won't snag on your budget. In-store and online, get early Black Friday savings and up to 40% off Dyson Special Buys. This is how to power up your gift thing. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. U.S. only. While supplies last. See store for details. Valid through November 10th.
5: Join us for the Alzheimer's Association Walk to End Alzheimer's. Go to ALC.org walk to register for an event near you. Together, we can end Alzheimer's.
0: You're invited to experience great customer service and incredible deals at Billion Buick GMC in Clive. Our reviews
8: say it all.
5: I didn't feel pressured. It was a very smooth process.
8: Our salesman came in on his day off. Now that's going above and beyond. People also appreciate the
0: huge inventory, including the incredible all new 2019 GMC Sierra. You're invited to Billion Buick GMC in Clive or billionauto.com slash GMC. We are professional grade.
1: Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700
2: The Champ. Hey,
0: once upon a time, you dress so fine.
2: All right, welcome back. 1700 The Champ, the home of the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs play here home and away all season long. It's the Cardinals in town to take on the Chiefs uh, this week before they will face the Rams a week from Monday night. Boy, as bad as this coming Monday night is, mm-hmm. Niners and Giants it takes a significant turn the following week. Maybe the game of the year. Yes, absolutely. Rams and the Chiefs, uh, for uh, live from Azteca. Uh, Mitch Holtis, of course, will be there. He's going to be with us here any second now. We'll take a look back at that Browns game and on and on. Let's get Mitch in here. Mitch, Trent, and Ken, good to talk to you, Mitch Holtis. How are you, sir?
9: I'm doing well, and i got to tell you what I'm doing today. I'm on an odyssey. I'm with Drew Holtz from the University. Pullman Drake Bulldog, track and cross country runner. Uh, so it gets close to home for you guys. But I am visiting in the Kansas City Metro all 20 Hy-Vs mm. in a single day.
5: That's so amazing. we
9: started at 8 o'clock this morning. I just finished stop 7 of 20. So it gives you an idea of where we're at uh, on the tour. We're doing it for several reasons. One, it's the 30-year anniversary of Hy-V in Kansas City. Two, uh, this Sunday's huge, you guys, and it it's the 100th anniversary of the original armistice. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, the 11th hour, the 11th month, the 11th mm-hmm. day. Um, and we have the National World War One Museum here in Kansas City. I don't know if you guys have attended it, been there, but it's phenomenal. Um, I
2: would love to go, Mitch. It's, it's on a bucket list. Honest to God, it's on one of my lists to get to that because, um, you know, it's... it's Unfortunately, it's it kind of gets overlooked and people kind of just don't we don't know enough about the very first one. We know a lot about the second one. But World War One, I don't think for I think I speak for most people. We don't know as much as we should about the sacrifice that went into for so many people.
9: No. And there were four point seven million Americans who were mobilized in World War One. There were 120 killed in action. I think another 40,000 were lost to disease. Remember the flu epidemic of yeah. 1918. Uh, a, a lot of people come to Des Moines or back and forth. I mean, you know, I had your way a lot. A lot of people come down 35 south and they go up there to Des Moines. If and when people come to Kansas City, it, it is a must. It has been listed as one of the uh, great museums in our country, but it's the National World War I Museum at Liberty Memorial. And um, and it's, but to play on the actual 100th anniversary, mm. we have a lot of things planned throughout the day at Arrowhead Stadium. It'll be a very meaningful day. Once they, and when they listen to the broadcast on 1700, the Champ on Sunday, we have produced and are going to do a special approach. If people have never listened to a game, they may want to listen to this one, even if they're not into football or the Chiefs, just because of how we're going to approach it from a standpoint of remembering, uh, all of the veterans, but specifically the 4.7 million who served during World War I because of the special uh, nature of the day. So I'm kind of fired up about it. We've been working on it a lot. It, it'll be worth a listen.
3: Mitch, uh, to the game in Arizona comes in more than a two-score uh, underdog here. It, it, it appears on the paper to be a big, big blowout here. What concerns you? What concerns you about this Cardinal team coming into town?
9: Because you have some of the elite players in the league that are on this team. If Larry Fitzgerald gets off the plane and runs on the field, which he will do, or Patrick Peterson, or a good, you know, our good U and I running back mm-hmm. uh, in, in Johnson, once they come out on the field, then you realize it's, it's on. Because you have just some of the most impactful players in the league that are capable of winning this game and any game. That will get your attention. The second thing is uh, for the Chiefs, they've got to understand they're playing for a 1C. This is like a college basketball team in mid-February where you're playing two games, you're playing the game that day. Excellent. But you're point. also playing the bigger game of yeah. playing for the one seed. So that's where the Chiefs are at right now.
2: Yeah, the Patriots uh, breathing down their necks, and of course, you saw. It, you might have had a chance to see the Steelers or the Chiefs beat in Week Two. They looked as though they've got their season uh, turned back around. What about injuries, Mitch, uh, in this game? I know Sammy Watkins may or may not play. Sounds like Justin Houston is close to playing. How about a couple of the marquee guys uh, as far as their prospects of playing on Sunday?
9: Yeah, good question. It's back and forth, little yin and yang. And I'll, I mean, people can follow this in the afternoon. Won't get the official word on today's uh, practice until then. There are five that are on the injured list. Eric Berry won't play. We know that. Mitch Morse won't play. It's the other three that become of interest. And you mentioned Sammy Watkins. Another is Cam Irving. He has been sick all week and has not practiced until today. He's the starting left guard. Has done a phenomenal job. And then also uh, Anthony Hitchens. This gets close to home for your Iowa Hawkeye fans. Hitch played last week, came out of the game, went back in the game, uh, he had serious rib injury the week before against the Broncos. Didn't think he would play last week against Cleveland, and he played. I mean, the guy's as tough as nails. Wants to play this week, but he hasn't practiced up until today. The good news is that Justin Houston is expected to play some, and I will tell you other good news is Dirty Dan Sorensen, injured since August the 14th at training camp, is off IR, will play as well on Sunday. Both will be on a pitch count, but both have a chance to be very, very impactful for the defense.
2: Good stuff, Mitch. Uh, let's get back to your high-V duties, but not until we talk a little bit about pizza.
9: What have the we got Donaldson's. going? Well, I, t- I tell you, I love the Donaldsons. And you talk about helping the veterans uh, of – all throughout the state of Iowa or have interest in it and, other, and the benevolent things that they do, Tom and Matt, uh, Matt Harder, Mark Harder, I should say, all of their managers throughout the state of Iowa do a great job. I mean, it's those guys at Papa John's Pizza, it's not just pizza, but it's how they, uh, you know, I can't tell you what they do, and not just for the veterans, but Leukemia Lymphoma Society uh, and uh, Juvenile Diabetes and other things. They're, they're remarkable. So, uh, it's a big weekend, guys. I'm gonna tell you it's it's going to be a huge Sunday if you people just need to listen mm-hmm. if nothing else to appreciate the hundredth anniversary of the armistice.
2: Good stuff, thank you, Mitch. We'll talk to you uh next Friday in advance. Now, you guys don't leave any earlier, or do you leave earlier for Mexico No,
9: we're not leaving any earlier. Good. That's next week's discussion now we will I'll be run on regular time. Good stuff, however, I will tell you the rams are going to work at altitude. We are not
2: oh mm-hmm. interesting tactic. Good stuff, Mitch, yeah. thank you. Thanks, guys. Good to talk to you. Mitch Holtis, voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, brought to us by our friends at Papa John's. As uh, Mitch told us, we're fortunate to have them, um this, this year they're putting together, Trent. Yeah. And he's right. They're playing two games. They're playing Arizona, but they're also cognizant of their spot in that AFC race
3: because you do not want to go to Foxborough in January. Absolutely not. They, or Pittsburgh. They're not. They won there last year. They were right there this year. It's... Maybe not as daunting as some teams, but if you have the choice, uh, you ought to be an arrowhead. No I'm with you. With that loud crowd and mm-hmm. home environment.
2: 6-2-1 and one for the Steelers. Are they out of the one and two seed conversation? No, not at
3: all. I don't think so either. And Patriots have two losses. 12-3-1. Chiefs will still win 13 games, won't oh, they? Oh, I
2: think so, Trent. Yes. Yeah. They still, they've got. They host the Chargers. What have they got left? Let me get in front of you here. Uh, Cardinals this week, Rams next week. Not going to be easy. Let's nope. say that goes the Rams' way. All right, so that's two losses mm-hmm. at Raiders. No, home to home to Baltimore. No, here we go. Chargers Thursday night football at KC on the thirteenth week of, after short week.
3: Baltimore, possibly even at home.
2: So if that doesn't go their way, that's three losses, mm-hmm. uh, and then we finish up uh, here with uh, at Seahawks. Not easy. No, so Seattle's a difficult place to play, but uh, Kansas City's a better team, and Seattle's year will be over at that point. Yeah. And then they uh, host the Raiders to wrap it up. Well, there's a win. So that's 13-3, and three, I mean, maybe 12-4 and four at absolute. Well, let's say Seattle doesn't go their way, and mm-hmm. it, this is worst-case scenario. I don't see it. I don't see it at
3: all. I think that this team is— 12-4 is worst-case scenario. Worst-case scenario. That's what the wheel's falling off a, right. a bit. Getting a little creaky going down. Mm-hmm. How about New England? Uh, can you give me a second to get their schedule in front of them? I got it here. You do okay. Go ahead. They're at Tennessee. Uh-huh. They're currently seven and two. Okay. Bye week before they go to the Jets. Win. Home for the Vikings. Tricky. Yes. At Miami. No. Win. At Pittsburgh. Whoa, how about that? Yeah. Is that uh, that NBC? No, that is late afternoon, 325. Middle of December, 325. Okay. I can uh, handle that. Buffalo and the Jets to finish up Mm. at home. So maybe two more losses
2: for them. So that's four losses. But they've got the tiebreaker over the Chiefs. Could the Tennessee Titans beat them
3: 18-17? This week? Yeah. In Tennessee. Hmm. Stupid game. I mean, that's how Tennessee wins, right? They're all stupid They're games. all like that. Yeah. I, I don't think so is the answer, but I I, I like it. Vrabel. I,
2: I, yeah? I like his sideline demeanor. Yeah. He's has Got the sleeves off that camo shirt that he was wearing. When he, was, he it, was it, Monday night they played Dallas? I like him. He's,
3: uh, you know, Ohio State of Urban Meyer Leaves. Yeah. Would you leave an NFL – we're not talking about one of the elite – organizations in the To league. go back to where you played your college football to and go we're talking about Ohio State a here Blue blood Now who knows what he thinks about recruiting and I right. I mean Right But just on the surface You got to ask him Trent I mean you you you've got to put him on the, the list play, yeah. just to see
2: because I'm with you I think he's I think he's going to be a really good coach before it's all said and done Uh we're out of hour I thought we were going to get to Dr. Fuller apparently we're not but I can tell you this uh next week all week long we are going to ask Well, football fans, Hawkeye fans, Husker fans, we've got two tickets to give away to the Iowa Nebraska game on Black Friday. And it's going to, the contest is going to have to uh, do with the Illinois score. We'll tell you that right now. Some of what we did earlier in the year. Mm -hmm. So you'll go to the Hawkeye Swarm Twitter account and we'll get the tiebreaker. We haven't uh, finalized what the two. qualifiers are going to be as far as the two questions we're going to ask. But we'll have you go to Hawkeye Swarm Twitter account, put that in there. And whoever gets closest without going over will win the tickets. If there's a tie, we'll have a tiebreaker in there. I think Doc Fuller wants to do touchdown passes mm. by Iowa against Illinois. Awful defense. Could be windy. Could be windy. That's a, Yeah, you know what? It could mm-hmm. be very windy. Um, so we'll get Dr. Fuller early in the week to talk about that next week. Coming up in the noon hour... We have, what do we have? Dave Sinekin's going to lead things off. We'll preview the Packers. Can the Packers get back? Here's my worry
3: about the Packers. Yeah. Rams, Patriots, last two weeks, mm-hmm. they played pretty well. Well, now they're going to see another elite quarterback in Brock Osweiler. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they'll see him at Lambeau Field.
2: That'll help. But I just wonder what they've got left. Yeah. Uh, so we'll do that. Bama Bob Trent and I are going to go around college football. We're here until 1. We still got our picks to go to. Jimmy B and T.C., high school football at 340, both semifinals right here as Trent will make his way to the Dome. The noon hour is coming up next right here on 1700 The Champ.
6: 1700 The Champ with The Drive.
1: Every weekday afternoon, Wolfgang and Trent Condon have you covered for The
7: Drive home. Real sports talk for real sports fans.
3: Thinking
4: about selling your home soon? Listen up as this will save you big money. Charterhouse Real Estate is a full service real estate firm that has eliminated the typical 6 or 7% commission structure that you are used to. We charge sellers $24.95 plus 3%. We know math stinks, so think about it like this If you were selling a $200,000 house, you would save roughly $3,500 with us versus a 6% commission. If your home is $400,000, the savings would be $9,500. The best That's charterhouseiowa.com. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply.
5: Wherever you are this giving season, there's no better way to say happy holidays than with custom cards, calendars, and photo gifts from Vistaprint. And right now, you can get 50% off all holiday cards and calendars at vistaprint.com. There are hundreds of our newest card designs to choose from. Or give a year's worth of joy by personalizing calendars full of unforgettable pictures. So get merry, get jolly, get 50% off all holiday cards and calendars, plus save on other photo gifts at Vistaprint.com. Just enter promo code HOLIDAY. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code HOLIDAY.
3: Lowe's started when our two founders returned from World War II. More than 75 years later in 2018, Lowe's will proudly contribute nearly $1 billion to military families all over the United States with our everyday military discount. From our thousands of Red Vest veterans and the entire Lowe's family, we thank you for serving. Come into Lowe's on Veterans Day for a free 3x5 foot American flag with your in-store purchase while supplies last. Discount on eligible items only. Terms and conditions apply. See Lowe's.com slash military for details. A garage door is the largest moving part in your entire house. So it's important to keep it working smoothly especially as winter approaches. At Advanced Door Systems, we service all garage door brands. Even if you do not purchase the door from us. Visit our website ads-doors.com. That's ads To learn more about us and the garage door and opener services we offer, Advanced Door Systems. The right door, the right way.
1: Easter Seals Iowa provides support for children and adults with disabilities in our community. From the fun of Camp Sunnyside to employment and daily living skills, Easter Seals provides a wide range of support to promote independence.
3: We have so much fun. Fun out in the sun. Here at Camp Sunnyside.
1: Learn more at Easter Seals Iowa.